Orale! Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFB podcast. I'm your host, Jorge Martin and Familia. We got ourselves a live broadcast. We're on YouTube. Please make sure to give us a like and subscribe. Por favor, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, make sure you're going to FamiliaFFB.com for our original content. And as always, we are a member, a proud member of the Fantasy Points Media Group. Please make sure to go, if you're going to FantasyPoints.com, put in your promo code FAMILIA22, FAMILIA22, if you're saying, if you're doing it in Spanish, and then get 10% off discount. So FAMILIA, oh, we got fun one tonight. We got a fun one tonight. Because let me tell you something. When, when I when I put out the APB, it's a, a group of friends that, I, that I've been networking with for a while. It, you know, the, these two guys have been champions of Familia FFB champions. Uh, ch we've been champions of, of one another for uh, about a year now. Yeah. And, uh, and I gotta tell you, just, uh, they've become good friends. Uh, awesome, awesome fantasy minds and, uh, you know, compadres all through and through. So I'm going to start off on, I think what the far right, uh, my left or <laughs> how we're doing this. Uh, so el, el hombre. So you guys, you know, he started this whole analyst thing about the same time I did. And he's literally dived, literally dived into this whole fantasy, fantasy football analysis <laughs> thing. Uh, yes, he knows yeah. exactly what I did. Uh, what <laughs> I it took me a second, but I'm with you. Though. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> have those shoes ever, have, the, have those shoes dried off yet, Joey? <laughs> uh, worn the same pair of shoes for every episode, actually. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So That didn't answer uh, the question, though. Are they still, are they still wet or are they actually good. dry? Okay. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it's Florida. So it, it's, you know, it, it, it dries off quickly, but now he's been doing this writing thing for, for Rasball and more recently, but probably about in the last six months joined front yard fantasy where he founded the, one of the most hilarious video series uh, in, in the fan and actually anywhere. Uh, if you're a football fan, it doesn't even have to be a fantasy football fan. If you have enjoyed start sits and salutations and not have the belly laugh, you are not breathing. So, so in Spanish, I want to say, <laughs> Oh, hi means hola. So he's a fellow girl dad and is such a movie buff that uh, when, after watching the entire Bad News Bears series, he wanted Walter Matthau to coach him in Little League. So uh, bienvenido to the one and only Joey Wright. Como estamos, mi amigo? How are we doing tonight? Thank you so much for having me. I'm oh, so excited to be here. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Well, you know, we're, uh, he's he's hitting cleanup tonight, even though he's batting third. So you know how in baseball you put the you you, you put you know your best your your top hitter in the three holes. So coming coming in, Jay Felicio, aka G Men Jay. He is a content creator, a content manager for Front Yard Fantasy. So it's a front yard, la frente uh, kind of mm -hmm. night. And thankfully, he joins occasionally. He joins the crew either on camera or in the chat during some of those fantasy games. I had a lot of I've had a lot of blast being on there a couple times. So love it. So he may be in the Carolinas. So he's 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 repping the Blue Devils. Repping my dude. The, yeah, but he bleeds uh, another type of blue, giant blue, through and through. So he's a fellow dad and has even named a pair of goldfish after Eli Manning and Mario Manningham. So bienvenido. Jay uh, Fel Felicio, como estamos, mi friend? Me and my... uh, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. And you know what? I really like that idea. Now I feel like I have to go out to pick out some fish. And, uh, you know, I have two kids, so get one of them each and name one Eli and one Manningham. I love that idea. But uh, to be on with Joey and to be on with you, two of my favorite people in this community, uh, I absolutely love it. And I'm honored. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah, well, Jay and yeah. I, we, 
Jay and I rarely get to be on camera together. I don't know why they're keeping us apart on Frontier yeah. Fantasy. Because they know it's just too good. They, 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 they know it's magic and we would <laughs> right. just take over. So. Right, exactly. And as I see our couple of our bosses are in the chat right now. So. Oh, this is better be this nice. is awesome. Let's let's get some <laughs> let, let's get some let, let's get some hellos in here. Anton Anthony, muchas gracias. Thank you. Hola, look at that. Hola. Oh, oh ay, 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 ay. Oh, Ryan Crawford. Hola. Let me see. Where are you? There you go. Ryan Crawford. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Anthony, new subscriber. Thank you. we got a lot of fun content saved. I've been doing a lot, trying to have these, uh, this off-season series, trying to be as evergreen as possible. Got some draft coverage in there. Uh, just finished over the over the weekend. Did a great episode with Dr. Edwin Porras uh, talking about injuries with all those late-season ACL injuries that we had out there. So talking, you know, and like I said, we had some draft, but today we're going to be looking ahead a little bit. Uh, oh, wait a second. Mi, mi amigo Simon. Simon is in the house. Simon. FYF Simon. Thank you. Bienvenido. The chat is live tonight. Chat is live. Oh, man. So, uh, Brian's yes. a good friend of mine from high school. So he, oh, he's going to give me a lot of crap. Yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I'm in here. And also, uh, so we got fit. He, he's Philly. Jay is, uh, Jay is a Giants. So there's going to be, a, there's going to be a lot oh, of yeah. chatter we, tonight. We go back and forth a lot. <laughs> Too bad we're not talking about uh you know either one of any NFC East uh, uh, quarterbacks today. Not so. much to talk about, so at least for the Giants. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my brothers! Well, I, th this is awesome. I, I I can't I can't thank you guys enough for doing this. And um, like I mean, we've been through basically in the last week and a half, we've been through the ringer from in the fan in the NFL, Crazy. the fantasy industry, un loco. Fan, free agency season so and and okay first off the big news today i'm walking my dog and all of a sudden i get a news alert tyreek hill so it's early morning walk out here on the west coast tyreek hill just got traded to the to the miami dolphins i was like what so guys i have to hear your your thoughts and i'd love to hear kind of like fantasy take on what you what you've got to uh wh where this is going to end up so yeah, Jay, I, actually, start us up. So yeah, um, just to start, I am actually a parent. Not just, I don't have any goldfish. I've got two children, a five-year-old beautiful daughter, and a, a three-year-old maniac son. So um, he's uh, going through those terrible threes. But uh, yes, I do actually have kids. Uh, I will say, oh, Simon, you're too kind. I was actually <laughs> when this news broke, I was on the phone with Simon. I was uh, I had to, I was on I was on the road, so I gave Simon a call. We were talking about some stuff. And the news broke. And honestly, I wasn't sure. Like, you know, you, other than this offseason, you see all the time, you know, oh, you know, contract negotiations. They're talking, you know, they request uh, the agent allowed to request trade, uh, look at trade, stuff like that. I didn't think this was going to turn into anything. I really didn't. I thought it was just contract negotiations. They're putting it out there so they could, you know, put the, uh, the Chiefs against the wall and try to uh, get some more money. But you know, everybody's kind of panicking. And while I don't think it's necessarily a good thing for Tyreek's Hill value, Tyreek's Hill's value, it's not necessarily that bad either. I think he goes from at least like in a redraft perspective, like the top five guy who, you know, is always a threat to be the wide receiver one overall more towards the back end. You know, I still think he's going to be a wide receiver one, but in that offense, you know, I don't, I like Tua more than most, but I mean, I don't think anybody's going to confuse Tua with Patrick Mahomes. So 
it's definitely a downgrade in the offense. I do like uh, Mike McDaniel. I think he's going to, you know, use him very creatively. I don't think it's just going to be putting him in the Debo role because they're two, you know, completely different players. But I still think Debo's going to, excuse me, I still think Tyreek's going to be fine. Uh, I think it's the the value of uh, Waddle is going to be perfectly fine. Um, I think there's going to be plenty to go around there. Tua, I think you 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 bump him up, but honestly, again, like he doesn't have that top five, top ten upside. You know, I think he went from a back end quarterback two to more of a high end quarterback two, where he's going to have some blow up games, especially with those weapons. Yeah, yeah, on the super flex side, Joey. I mean, it. it uh, you're in Florida. I mean, you're a little north of uh, South Florida, but uh, how has it been blowing up on your side and and your neck of the woods? Um, so my best friend is a Dolphins fan and he was really excited. He was sending me memes all day. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Tyree guys, my wide receiver too. And, and I mean, I had to drop him down cause he doesn't have a home to throw him the ball. And I mean, it's, but it wasn't a big drop. It was a wide receiver 10. Uh, so not like a death wish by any means, still a top 10 receiver. Um, you know, it made me sad for Waddle. I was really, really mm. high on Waddle. Um, I had him as a wide receiver one, not the one, but a wide receiver one. He's my wide receiver 12 and I dropped him down to wide receiver 20, but saying that I had the wide receiver 10 and the wide receiver 20 connected to one quarterback. I moved to up six spots. He's my QB 16. Now um, I, I really like Tua this year. I like the weapons he has. I think Kasiki's still going to be involved in the offense. Um, so it made me really excited. And they just loaded up the offensive line too. Um, things are looking up for the dolphins and, there's a lot of buzz too here in Florida and not just no. from my best friend who should be watching me. Honestly, let's go. Man. And, it, and also shout out to amigos of the show, Troy King, uh, who, who is probably his feet probably mm-hmm. still have not fit, touched the ground since then. So <laughs> there was a video uh, of Troy's reaction, but we can't, I don't think we can say what he said on, on air. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, hopefully it was better than, uh, than the, the reaction shot at your on the video on, on his cameo appearance on start sits and salutations. So I think it's a little <laughs> yeah. bit different than that. So yeah, <laughs> that is he, a great, one of the great, you know, out there. he still will not, like we shop at the same grocery store i see him like three times a week and i still get the same look every <laughs> single time and i don't know what's wrong with the guy so oh uh, troy you know. you're gonna, oh yeah oh okay so we got some other people uh uh, uh, uh please call me Antonio. Hey, albert. yes albert come hey, on thank you he's one of the fyf faithful right there he's always yep. in the chat every so day he's in there with us playing games so he, he's hanging out in the chat with me and joey so Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. I've seen him. He's jumped in a, a couple times in here. So Albert Bimenidos, Alberto, as we could call you tonight, since we're making everybody ethnicized. So there we go. Uh, we could we could, at some point we could call Joey Jose. Uh, so <laughs> and then is is Jay Yay? Is would that be him? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yay. My full name's Jason. So not many people. Hey son. Know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Can he throw it deep enough for? Hey, you know what he. He had some fast guys at Alabama, so I I think uh, yeah. I I I think I, I think this is a kind of a put up or shut up time for for Tua this year. I think uh, I I really like the idea of bumping him up a little bit. Definitely solidly into you know the top half of the uh, of the second you know kind of like mm-hmm. the the yeah. second tier quarterbacks in in super flex leagues. You know, Tyreek coming in, being a, a, you know, he's a guy who almost got 10 targets a game last year, uh, just a shade under that. And the crazy thing was that, I mean, he had, he had five blow up games where he's top five wide receiver. And then he had eight weeks where he wasn't even wide receiver 40, which is 
you know, it, it's kind of crazy. I wonder if there's going to be a lot of that uh, in, in uh, Florida, but you got to figure they didn't get him. They didn't pay him all that money to not get him the ball 10 times. Yeah. I think it starts with him and definitely Waddle. I mean, I, uh, it, it, Waddle was so good there at the end. He, it, you know, through the fantasy playoffs, he was so good. Um, and just a uh, quick FYI, I, I checked uh, expert consensus rankings. He's number seven right now, Tyreek. And he's number 22 pick overall. So he's going there latter part of the second round. So, uh, oh, man. So, uh, mis amigos, there was a bombshell today. But, you know, in the last nine days, there have been other ones. Do you guys have a favorite one that that uh, that that really set you off? I'm going to I started with Joe, Jay last time. Joey, do you have one that that really yeah. got you? The thing that really got me was kind of a ripple effect one. Um, and it ended when Robert Woods went to the Titans. Um, I was really, really excited for him to go to the Titans because before that, Allen Robinson would come over and it was starting to look really crowded. Um, so with Robert Woods going to the Titans now, hopefully he gets back from his injury and has a good season there for him. But I think that Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Robert Woods, and Odo Beckham could all be great receiving options on draft day for where you're going to get them. Um, I mean, I moved Cooper Cup back up. I, you know, probably overreacted a little bit, moved him down to, it was like wide receiver six. He's back up to, you know, wide receiver two right now for me. Um, oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, the, the Rams receivers plus, you know, Woods and, and uh, Tennessee. What are you saying? You have them, you have cup number two is, uh, who do you have number one? Devon? <laughs> Jamar oh, Chase, actually. I really, really Ooh. love Jamar Chase this year. Hey, you know what? Uh, friends of the show, uh, I, I did a, a zero RB episode a couple weeks ago with uh, Cal and and uh, Dan, our zero RB zealots, and I believe it was, yeah, I believe it was uh, Cal said that Jamar Chase was his number one so for this year. So there's there's yeah. going to be a hive of us, and we're going to be loud. And when it doesn't happen, we're going to be really, really quiet. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I have a lot of Joe Burrow, so I'd be perfectly fine with that. So. Oh, just, man. Jay. Oh, Jay, how about you? What's, is there a move that really, that really. So uh, yeah, the, the Devante Adams trade to, um, to Las Vegas and not necessarily for, for him. Uh, it's, but Aaron Jones, you know, when Devante Adams wasn't in the lineup, he was getting a lot more targets. Um, I've kind of had an up and down relationship with Aaron Jones. I ne didn't necessarily uh, believe at first, but I mean, if it, the numbers that this guy's put up over the years, it's it's undeniable. And I don't have him in front of me, but I know a, his targets go up by at least four or five. Yeah, Ryan's a, a Packers fan, so I may or may not have mentioned that just to rub some salt in the wound uh, for him. <laughs> but uh, the targets go way up. And there has been a little bit of a changing in the guard when it comes to A.J. Dillon. Uh, I think towards the end of last season, he started to take over that backfield. But I was looking to get rid of Aaron Jones uh, going into this season. But unless, you know, they make a huge splash, a trade for, you know, this offseason, <laughs> it's nuts. You can't rule anything out. It's it's like, uh, I don't remember who said it, but I saw it on Twitter. Somebody said, all the people who grew up playing dynasty football are now getting into the GM roles for the NFL and are just making, making dynasty trades. And it, that's exactly what it feels like. Um, but I really think that he is set up as long as they don't make a, a big splash at wide receiver, Aaron Jones is set up to have another fantastic year uh, with that additional, the additional targets that he's going to get with Devonta Adams being traded to Las Vegas. 
Yeah, especially because like when you get Robert Tunyon coming off of a, his own ACL injury, so maybe he's not going to get those underneath targets. Aaron Jones is, I mean, he's he's a master at those, and he's fantastic. And I, and they are going to rely on the running backs, him and AJ Dillon, a lot. And I guess to preserve him a little bit more, get the get him the ball out in space. So, I you know what's funny? Yesterday when I when I was formulating this this question, I I, I had Juju on there uh, just because I thought he was going to set up uh, Tyreek Hill. And right. now it's like, oh, I don't, I don't think he's gonna. Uh, I, I actually think this that, that losing Hill is actually worse for him because I think he's gonna get a lot more attention from defenses. I wish they'd get an alpha, but because he's gonna be running a lot of similar routes to Travis Kelsey. But uh, yeah, oh, I completely man. agree. We saw it in Pittsburgh when Antonio Brown left. Everybody, you know, Juju was you know top ten consensus, you know, wide receiver in dynasty leagues. Everybody was all over him, and he just he could some guys aren't made to be that alpha. It's not saying that he's, you know, a bad wide receiver by any means, but that's just not his role. So honestly, right now I'd be looking to sell high on Juju. What you can get, what people think that he's going to be the Tyreek Hill in this offense. He's it's, he's completely different player. It's it's never going to be that. I do think it raises floor. I don't, his ceiling is now capped big time, but I do think it raises floor. Like he's going to get more work, but what he could have been with Hill there too would, would have been amazing. Um, uh, have they signed MVS yet? I keep hearing that it's like no. There, there's rumors of that, but they have, there, there's talks that they could trade for. You guys know the love of my life, Lavisca Chenault. They said I've heard some rumors <laughs> of Brandon Cooks. So do they need like I a think, new water boy or like what's going on here? Give Visca another chance. Let's let's go. I'd love to see Visca get a chance. Yeah. Uh, I, I have somebody other than Urban also. Meyer. Yes, see, si, por favor, see, si, por favor. And uh, though we, we and uh, our, our amigo Antonio, Michael Hardman to the moon. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I do wonder if there's gonna. I, I don't think he's gonna be the guy. I mean, I think he had 83 targets last year, and that was uh, that's his career high. I don't think he jumps to being a guy who gets, you know, eight, 10 targets. I mean, definitely going to be a deep threat for, uh, for Mr. Mahomes and Senor Patrick, but uh, I, think I don't know. McCall Hardman is outside looking at the moon. I don't think he's to the moon. I think that's, that's about as far as he's going to make it. I think he is what he is. I mean, I think he'll be fine, but the he's not. Chiefs brought in another receiver yesterday, and the, this news is kind of overshadowed. I forget who it was, though. Um, they signed up. I know Prince. Pringle's gone, and then someone else came in. Someone in the chat's gonna right. nail it for us. Let me see. Yeah, Demarcus Robinson too is gone as well, right? Didn't he? Um, Pringle went with yeah, the Demarcus Chief, Robinson. Uh, hey, the, <laughs> the Bears, I believe. Demar, um, Pringle went, and I don't, I don't remember where yeah. I saw Demarcus Robinson. Pringle went to the Bears. Yeah, he did. Let's see. Let's see. Jay, it's not Hardman season. So <laughs> I love this chat. Thank you guys. And muchas gracias for joining us. This is awesome. Yeah. This is I, so the Raiders. Awesome. This is where Demarcus Robinson signed too. So that's right. Which I, you know what? I'm upset about the uh, Devonte Adams going to the Raiders simply because I love having Derek Carr as a QB two and super flex. He's always so underrated and that's not going to be the case this year with Devonte Adams. People are going to be all over him. So that's gone. That's out the window. Oh, he's it's it is going to be crazy, crazy times with him. And he I think he tops out at like maybe QB 10. Uh, I mean, he could have a big season, but I mean, unless unless he's hitting Devontae with those with those touchdowns that he doesn't seem to throw too often, it's right. it's it's not it's not going to be easy. But I, I, I to me, the football fan, 
you know, not, I used to when the Rams were away, I, I rooted for the Packers, and I still I, I still enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers be fantastic. There was just something different about him and Devontae Adams that yeah. uh, the football fan in me is going to miss. So, yeah. Yeah. and they saw sure. when um when Rodgers missed a game this season. I don't know if you saw all the pictures uh, at, before every game. It was Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers, and Devontae Adams all standing together. And then when he missed a game with COVID, yes. uh, Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb left a space in between them as, you know, kind of like signaling, like, you know, you're still here with us. So, like, yeah. the relationship that he had with those guys, like, it's, 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 that's one thing I am going to miss because, like you said, to see them play on the field together, they had a brotherhood, but. He wanted to go back and play with his college quarterback. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, man, let me say, I mean, it was the theme for tonight is year two, sophomore season. So, uh, by the way, I'm looking. Oh, Corey Coleman. That, that's, who the, yeah. that's who the Chiefs signed. Yeah. Formerly I knew it was someone big. Yeah. I was going to say, no wonder you couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeding some um, birds. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so – um, so we're talking about the year two quarterback and, you know, kind of with the idea of taking a break from NFL draft season where hint, you know, if you guys haven't heard it before, we're breaking news here. This is not expected to be a big, uh, great class for quarterbacks. So you heard it here first, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> when it comes down to it, these, uh, it's year two seems to be the place, the time when quarterbacks kind of blow up. And, you know, that they take their greatest strides. And I always use the examples of two all-time greats, John Elway and Peyton Manning. Uh, granted, this was 100 years ago when they were, when, when they were rookies. Uh, but both of them struggled that rookie year. Um, Elway even got benched. You know, some people call him the greatest, having the greatest arm of all time. But, uh, you know, both of, them, both of them struggled as rookies. And then it was the second year they came up. Dan Marino, his, probably his greatest year of all time his second year in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes sat his rookie year, second year. So it's kind of that theme. And, you know, we had that class last year that was so ballyhooed. You had, you had Trevor Lawrence who on our, on our show, my primos and I love to call him Fabio football. Um, uh, he didn't <laughs> live perfect. up. He didn't live up to being that greatest pro prospect uh, since Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, those guys, Zach Wilson, you know, he was supposed to be a, you know, uh, not just a teen idol, but he was supposed to come in and be a stud, you know, all those comparisons to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Justin Fields left all of bear nation, just, you know, agape and just uh, so excited thinking about what was coming. And uh, you know, really it was just Mac Jones doing well, uh, but didn't really, you know, not from a fantasy standpoint, very few people started him. So, you know, I kind of, I kind of took a look at last year's year two class. You had Justin mm -hmm. Herbert, uh, who probably ruined a lot of rookie quarterbacks be, uh, because the, the expectation level is so high. He was QB three, Joe Burrow took him to the Super Bowl. QB eight, some blow up weeks, Tua up and down season, battled injuries, finished QB 26, uh, you know, uh, um, now the, the expectation, the, the heat's been turned up. Jalen hurts. He was, uh, he was mentioned a little bit in the chat. He ended up QB nine and ended up, uh, even though he was in, you know, uh, way up there a little bit. So we've seen some precedent and now we've got this class coming up and, um, you know, it's kind of like, who's ready to make the jump. And I want to start with Trevor Lawrence and, 
you know, Jay, he was, he went to uh, college uh, a little south of you um, in Clemson. Not too far. Yeah. Yeah. So he finished the QB 22 last year and really struggled. His highest finish the entire season was QB 10. I mean, uh, what are your uh, kind of impressions? Did you see anything that could, could uh, get you excited for this season? So normally you can't take a season for a player, especially a rookie and just throw it out. But as historically bad as urban Meyer was like all the stories that are coming out now, like the best thing Joey will appreciate this. The best thing urban Meyer did was appear on AEW and yeah, hand no, some, it's, some it's true. footballs off to, uh, or was he the one that was throwing the footballs to Chris Jericho or was he that... handed a laptop to Chris okay. Jericho okay. to smash so, over MJF's head? That's the, the, the best thing that he did in his yeah. as his tenure. So and even that handoff coach. wasn't very good. Right, Sorry. Right. Continue. So um, it's just, I honestly feel like you can take last season and just completely throw it out. Um, granted, there he struggled, but there was definitely towards the end of the season, um, he started to show some flashes. Um, he started to, the stats may not show it, but if you watch the games, you saw why people considered him the best prospect since Andrew Luck. Um, I'm still very high on him. Um, granted, even though, yeah, they spent a lot of money and they <laughs> made Christian Kirk one of the highest paid wide receivers in the NFL. I don't necessarily get that. I would have loved. I would have loved to see them make that trade for Amari Cooper. You know, put a guy like him mm -hmm. with um yep. with Trevor Lawrence. I do still think he's got that sky high upside to be, you know, one of the perennial. Q, top five QBs, potential QB one down the road. Um, I like having the Doug Peterson uh, hiring as a head coach. You know, Carson Wentz had his best season under Doug Peterson. He's a, he's a great offensive mind. I mean, he won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. So if you yeah. can do that, you can do anything. So I really like it. Um, I'm still in. I'm still 100% in it. If somebody's ready to get, get rid of him, I think he's somebody that, I would be looking to acquire on the cheap in dynasty leagues. Joey, before we get to you, we just got to give a shout out to Mr. Scampers coming over from the, you know, Oh, muchas gracias for joining us. This is our favorite you. chat cat. Oh is, my goodness. I love Mr. Scampers. Oh, he always gets the answers before anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> always. Jeez. I mean, I kicked butt on uh, the last time and he was still all over me. So uh, uh, hey, Brady's in here too. Hey Brady, how you doing? Brady and Dame. Look at that. Dame overboard. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Thank you everybody for joining Dame. the chat. Joey. So, uh, you know, when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, I mean, obviously, you know, again you're in florida you got to see a lot of those games when mm -hmm. you know when the when the bucks or the or the dolphins weren't on i mean there was definite struggles but uh you know there as jay said there's still so much there plus the rushing upside what what are uh what what did you see that maybe encouraged you or didn't or discouraged you so I'm in a house divided. My wife, I'm a Bucks fan. Um, I have been since birth. I can go in that story later. But um, my wife is a Jaguars fan. Uh, she really is. And uh, so, you know, because they're in the AFC, I, I like the Jaguars too. So that's and, why um, she married I, you because she's used to disappointment. Yes, exactly. This is exactly <laughs> it. And she liked big sombreros. So I don't know. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that one. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I think Lawrence, you know, I do think a lot of that's tied to Urban Meyer. And he didn't have what people were expecting to be his, his right-hand man last year with Travis Etienne missing the season. 
And I think with ETN back next year, that that comfort that he had with him, um, I can't wait to see them on the field together. There's a lot of things to like about Lawrence next year. Um, and dynasty leagues. I've been in a bunch of dynasty startup drafts lately because people are just crazy. And um, hi, Jeff Bell. And I was about to say. <laughs> oh, so many invites from him. Love him. But um, I, I see Lance and Fields going in the first two rounds in these Superflex drafts every single time. And Lawrence is going in the late third, fourth, even the fifth I've seen him go. And listen, if I if I miss on Fields and Lance, which I do have above Lawrence, I'm happy to wait two rounds and get Lawrence in Superflex Dynasty Leagues. Um, so yeah, I, I like Lawrence Sexier. I want to see what happens with him. And you brought up Peyton Manning, and I'm glad you did because that's what that first season did kind of remind me of. It's something uh, that could be looked back as, oh, it was just like Manning's first season because the talent form is absolutely there. Oh, big time. I am Mr. Scampers. Thank you for the, thank you for subscribing. Oh, muchas gracias. Muchas, muchas gracias, everybody. Yeah, please He's make sure. Give us a thumbs up. Give us the thumbs up. Muchas gracias. Really and like uh, to, to your point too, Joey, about people drafting uh, Justin Fields and uh, Lance that high, you're drafting those guys at their ceiling. Like you have mm -hmm. no room for error. They have to be what everybody thinks they're going to be to return value there. When you're Absolutely. getting Trevor Lawrence that late, he doesn't have to necessarily be what everybody thinks he's going to be. He just has to be solid and you're getting good value there. So mm -hmm. I'm with you hundred percent there. I, I'd pass on those two in the, the late second or early first all day to keep, take Trevor Lawrence, you know, in yeah. the third, fourth, fifth round. Absolutely. And I think if there's one guy who's going to, who's going to take that, that major stride forward, it's going to be him because of the fact that he got picked number one for a reason. He had every tool in the shed. And so, and, and plus he's got, you know, he's got legs and he, he can run. So he's going to give you that Konami code. Uh, I, I look at that. I don't love the, the, all of the free agent wide receiver moves, but the thing is, I kind of like the quantity at the least he's got, he's going to have, there's going to have so many guys. Plus Joey, you mentioned Travis Etienne. Uh, both of you, both of you talked about the tra Travis Etienne. I look at that and I'm just like, uh, I, I like, the, the chances plus Doug Peterson, he has grown up quarterbacks before yeah. helped help with them. So uh, I, I don't buy into uh, the, the, you know, kind of the, the exit at, at Philly. I, I buy in more that I think, you know, he did, he had a lot to do with Carson Wentz becoming an MVP candidate. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I look at him and, and one of the things that somebody pointed out, I think it might've been JJ Zacharyson saying that, uh, when he was in Philly, uh, they were, they were always among the most, play, you know, teams with the most plays kind of the, the quickest teams to, and so, uh, that to me, you know, it's a guy who threw 600 times last year. I'll take that opportunity and, and he'll run it 75 times. Give me that chance. I'll take that chance all day long. And then um, you brought up, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you brought up Peterson. And one thing that Peterson was known for is using his tight ends. And the Jags oh, have yes. two good tight ends. They got Dan Arnold and they've just got Evan Ingram. Uh, Sorry, did you knows. say good tight end and Evan Ingram in the same sentence? <laughs> no, like <laughs> I actually, when, I, re I really like the signing. I, I still like Evan Ingram. I, yeah. I, I was going to bring up that point too. So, Joey, you're reading my mind right now. I think. Yeah. That so, when Evan Ingram was on the field, healthy performing he can give you good weeks and now he's with a coach and a quarterback that can utilize him well no offense daniel jones and eli manning but 
Sorry, Jay. Like we, we, we had a good thing going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I started it with the jab about the disappointment of the Jaguar. So I, I'll accept it. Oh man. Well, uh, disappointment, uh, I think was, would be a, uh, an understatement for New York Jets fans when it came to what they were expecting from, Oh, wait a second. Also, yes, Mr. Scampers, don't forget James O'Shaughnessy. You know, we just had St. Patrick's day a few days ago. So let's, uh, let's remember. Uh, so, and thank you. Thank you, Jay. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Where are my thumbs at tonight? There they are. Yeah. Thumbs up. Okay. Um, so Zach Wilson, he finished the QB 30 last year yeah. and, you know, maybe the expectations are too tough. I mean, obviously when you're, when you go into New York, it's, it, it, it's difficult, but you know, he didn't throw for 300 yards last year, but you know, he had a lot of things uh, going against him. I mean, one of the big, big things happened before the season, um, which he had no control over Greg Knapp. He is, uh, was the renowned quarterback guru for, uh, young quarterbacks. And he died in a tragic car accident, uh, tragic accident, biking accident where he was hit by a car just before training camp. And so you got to figure that played a part. Um, Zach, Zach Wilson, he didn't have any 300 yard games, but toward the end of the season, they brought in John Beck, his private coach. Uh, on the staff in New York, and he started to show some glimpses. Uh, Joey, do you did were those glimpses enough to to get you a little uh, a, a little excited for him this season? Um, heading out of the season, I was actually a little excited about Wilson, and then and they lost Jameson Crowder, and I got a little less excited. Mm. But Wilson is one of the quarterbacks that um, the type of quarterback I like to target. Um, something I was pumping pretty hard last year was the quarterback tandem strategy. Of if you miss on these big guys that we know are going to produce, because quarterback is really deep. Uh, last season was the first year that half of the top 10 quarterbacks didn't come from outside the top 12. Um, usually, you know, you'll find someone in the 10th, 11th round. Um, so what I like to do is grab like a Kirk Cousins and pair somebody like Wilson with them and just see, because you can get Wilson right now, end of a redraft, most likely, if you want to try that tandem out. Um and then if you know Cousins gets hurt, you have someone there that can fill in need be. So, but as far as Wilson heading into next year, I'm not too excited about him. Um, I would love to see the Jets add someone else other than um, to pair with uh, Elijah Moore and uh, Denzel Mims. Yeah. Oh, Mims. It just, uh, I, I like, there were some things I liked about him early on and just. Uh, you said it perfect. Uh, uh, that 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 says yeah. it all about Denzel. <laughs> so you get uh, so Jay. This is the other team in New York. Uh, you know, kind of the 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 uh, redheaded little brother compared to like the Giants. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They actually play in New Jersey, but don't don't start with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, so we're having fun. When it comes to the, when it comes to the Jets, I mean. Could, I mean, he, he had some injuries. Could he be looking at, uh, you know, kind of some more, some more growing pains this year or. So I, I watched a decent amount of, of Zach Wilson and there was, I saw some, a, a few good plays, but honestly, he looked in over his head every time that I watched him. Um, that being said, it's the Chats. They were a mess. Um, they had to, you know, they're still recovering from Adam Gase. It's teams aren't don't recover from that sort of inept leadership in one year. So, you know, I like what they've done this offseason. They were in on the Tyreek Hill sweepstakes. They short off their offensive line. I do think that losing uh, Jamison Crowder is going to hurt uh, as that security valve, but they brought mm -hmm. in both 
uh, Uzama and Tyler Conklin. So am I sold on him making the jump? No, I do think that they're going to wind up drafting a wide receiver early, whether it's in the uh, the first round or the second round. This is a deep wide receiver uh, class in the draft. So I kind of echo what Joey says. He's not somebody I'm necessarily targeting. I'm not expecting that big jump, but the where you know how he's being valued, where the draft capital you have to spend to get him, it's well worth taking the shot because he does have that upside. Mm-hmm. Um, so at one QB leagues, I love what Joey said. Pair him with the you know a underrated but stable quarterback like a Kirk Cousins, something like that. Um, super flex leagues, I would be perfectly fine with Zach Wilson as like my QB three, somebody who yeah. you don't really necessarily have to start. Um, but you know, you could get lightning in a bottle and then you've got three startable quarterbacks trade bait, you know, somebody goes down, you know, if it's a keeper league, somebody that you can keep. So, uh, it's, he's somebody who I'm not targeting, but I'm willing to take a shot on. Yeah. I'd love to see him get, uh, another receiver. Uh, I don't think that, I don't think they jump for one of the big guys early on because they do have two top 10 picks and they need a lot of help on the line and, uh, and on the defensive side of the ball. But man, I mean, there's so many receivers in this class that, you know, maybe they get someone to compliment Elijah Moore. They could just be that, that could be really scary. I, I, you know, the thing about him, I don't know, maybe it was just cause He's not a big guy, Zach Wilson. I'm, uh, I'm talking about. He's not this physically imposing guy. I didn't buy the Aaron Rodgers comparisons, <laughs> and so I, I just that was the thing. I'm kind of like, uh, you know, is he going to be able to hold up physically? And obviously, he had an injury, so that that to me is. I, I think when it comes to the guys in this group that we're talking about here, I think he's on the lower half of the, for me, uh, as far as, as far as with, uh, which guys, and I do agree, you know, kind of pairing him with somebody, uh, maybe, maybe flexing him out or maybe having him be one of those guys who's a, uh, 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 you know, in DFS, maybe play him. Maybe he'll be a cheap quarterback. If he's playing at home against the bad defense might be, might be an opportunity to a kind of a buy low opportunity on that side. Um, one guy that, that were uh that is getting a lot of hype and you guys you guys mentioned him already trey lance he had th- he, he start he played significantly in three games uh his best game was week 17 where he threw for 249 yards two touchdowns ran for 30 more more yards you know jimmy g is still there but it, it really looks like the torch is being passed to him. And uh, Jimmy G, you know, hasn't been traded probably because of his shoulder. But, uh, uh, you know, Jay, uh, obviously the 49ers and the and the Giants have had their share of battles over the years. Uh, are Could Trey Lance, wh- where do you see Trey Lance uh, as far as possibly taking another step and, you know, succeeding into, a, uh, into that lineage of 49er quarterbacks? So I think that he's the perfect example of a guy who is maybe not necessarily ready to be an NFL quarterback, but if he's starting, I think he's a QB one right off the bat. I th- if he's starting next year, I'm going to rank him in my top 12. There's no question. He, he didn't necessarily look good when he was on the field this year. And he, you know, he had those, those high scoring games, one game over 20 points, um, like you said, his, his final game was great as well. He had the, the three games where he got the majority of the snaps he put up fantasy stats. So, um, I'm all in on Trey Lance. I think as long as he's the starter, um, yeah. I was 100% certain that he was going to be the starter. I'm 
99.9, the longer <laughs> that Jimmy Jimmy G is on the roster, you know, there's there's yeah. always that concern that maybe, he, you know, Aaron Rodgers sat for a few years. Maybe Trey Lance has to sit a few years. So um, I heard a rumor today that they might trade Jimmy G to the, the Panthers straight up for Sam Darnold, which they're doing that, then, you know, taking on some picks as well. But are they just going to make Sam Darnold the backup? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, <laughs> wow. I'm I'm all in on Trey Lance. I cool. think that he's got the skill set to be, you know, that Konami code quarterback, um, especially in this offense. He's got uh, one of the great minds is, uh, in the NFL from an offensive perspective in Kyle Shanahan, who I don't think there's anybody that's, you know, maybe outside of Sean McVay, you know, out of the same tree that schemes his players for success better. So he knew he wanted Trey Lance. He wants this offense to run through him. Um, from a fantasy perspective, give me all the Trey Lance. And I'm just uh, I'm calling up dynasty rankings on Fantasy Pros right now, just to kind of get uh, get a look see at um, where Trey Lance go, where Trey Lance is kind of in the in the in the atmosphere. And uh, you know, right now he's the QB nine ahead of Russell Wilson, ahead of Justin Fields, ahead of Trevor Lawrence. I know he, you know, there, there are so many, so many things to like about him, Joey, but, uh, but could that be a little too aggressive when we haven't seen him really throw that much? Yeah. I just, I haven't seen it from him, but these, these quarterbacks we're talking about tonight of all the quarterbacks that we're going to, he has my favorite weapons. I mean, he's got Debo Samuel, he's got Brandon Ayuk and he's got George Kittle. Um, and none of these other quarterbacks have that around them. So he's got a great support system. He's got a great coach. Uh, they got a great running game. Like it, it, it's hard not to see him succeed in some fashion. Um, so I, I like Lance a lot the, uh, going in next year. He's my highest ranked uh, second year quarterback. Did you just say Lance a lot? I, I caught that too. I was like, <laughs> how have we not heard that before? I didn't You're gonna mean see to some... do it, but hey, I can say I meant to do it. You yeah, know. there's going to be some uh, yeah. some fantasy teams named that next Lance year. Lance a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I love it. I mean, when I, I remember when I saw, I was watching film of him uh, coming out of North Dakota State, I really saw a lot of Steve McNair. Uh, Air McNair back in you know from the early 2000s, just so much the build and everything, the running style is such a beast. Oh, oh, just, he was so one fun. Of the to baddest watch. man, one of the baddest men. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, Steve McNair. So when when I looked at him, uh, you know, uh, uh, you guys you guys pointed out. I mean, those weapons. Nobody has this. Yeah. Nobody has a Debo where he could just dump it off and Debo goes 80 yards. George Kittle, who can who you know takes takes a little five yard and then you know with is a yak monster and just mm-hmm. stiff arms five guys and next thing you know it's a 30 yard game. So it's, uh, I mean, this, these are the guys that could really, and he's going to run. So, uh, yeah, it could be this, I think, yeah, I think after Lawrence, this could be the biggest, this could be the guy who jumps. Where would you guys take him in a super flex league? Uh, like a super flex dynasty is it are using QB nine as the, uh, as, as the, uh, kind of like, even watermark i i would take him a little bit later than that but not much later i don't think qb9 is it's horrible he's not going as like qb5 or anything um i i who what are the names that are right behind him that you were looking at i don't have that russell, pulled up. 
Russell Wilson, 10, Justin Fields, 11, Trevor Lawrence, 12, Jalen Hurts, 13, Matthew Stafford, 14, Aaron Rodgers, 15. I would. So, you know, when you're playing. Is... Go ahead. Yeah, this dynasty. So I just want to yeah, make sure. When you're playing dynasty, I mean, there's a few different ways to look at it. I'm not taking Lance as my QB one to anchor my uh, super flex team. If I'm doing dynasty, um, you know, I would probably take Stafford before Lance to be honest. Yeah. Stafford and, and Wilson. Now that he's in Denver, if yeah. Wilson was in Seattle, I'd probably take the gamble on Lance still, but I, I have a feeling that they're going to air it out in Denver uh, with, they're going to finally going to let Russ cook. So um, yeah, I'm, I think Wilson Stafford, that's probably the only name out of those that, you know, that I would take over Lance at this point. Uh, you know, you can make an argument for fields for Lawrence. Um, yeah. I would not take Hertz just because I don't know how long Philly's going to commit to Hertz. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I it's I'm I'm all about you know getting the value on a player. So as much as I love Trey Lance, it's hard for me to take him that high because you're you're drafting him at his ceiling. Yeah. So it, it's tough to do that, but I, I do believe in the talent. For me, all okay. it takes is Chicago to get a couple weapons for me to put fields above Lance. Um, like I like fields as a player better than Lance. I just like Lance's situation so much. Excuse me. So much yeah. more. Darnell Mooney's is uh, his number one. I'm sure they'll yeah. address that, but that's, that's kind of scary. Let's, let's hope they do, but yeah, but they, Byron they, Pringles are number two. So. Yeah, exactly. Do they get a number two? They, do they get a number two? Who's better than, you know, who's anywhere near Debo or Kittle. Yeah. So, right. or I, I mean, is Mooney even on the same level as Ayuk? So right. that, that's, I mean, that, that's three guys. For I'm, Lance, so. I'm still holding out hope for Cole Komet. Um, I, maybe I'm just delusional. No, I like Cole Komet as well. If um, Jimmy Graham would finally retire, he's like, he needs to, I, I appreciate his contributions to the game of football, but please leave. <laughs> oh, there, there's an interesting little, uh, uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't unsee it once you see that comment. I didn't even realize that until I saw that. It's like, we're just Jorge and I are just arm in arm. That's all. Just we're just perfect. Just yeah. Me Jorge, was brothers in arms, wing. brothers in right. arms right there, right there. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the ne- Justin Fields, and I think, I think this is the guy we all really want. I mean, I, I, he was my number two quarterback coming out last year uh, after Lawrence. I, I loved what I saw in the, in the bowl games, in big games against great competition. Had a couple of games where he was good. Um, that, that Monday night game against the Steelers, against that Steelers defense at Heinz Field where he really showed up and he, he ran for, uh, I mean, he threw for 291 yards. So he was a top 10 quarterback three of his last four games. Uh, I mean, I'm worried about the sack rate. I mean, he, I mean, he, that offensive line, he was sacked league leading 11.8% of the time. And as we mentioned, Darnell Mooney, uh, I mean, to me, the, the, the other, the other point is it's a whole new sta- a whole new coaching staff with a defensive minded head coach coming in, Matt Eberflus. Jay, what, is that give you any pause on on really wanting to get excited about Justin Fields? It's tough. Um, you know, as you guys saw last, you guys were a part of the fantasy community last offseason. And man, the, 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 the venom and vitriol that was spit Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Fields. If, if you disagree with me, you know, you're a terrible person, blah, 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 all that, everybody going at each other. Um, I am not a huge college football fan. I'm, 
a Duke fan, so I don't really have much yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to watch when it comes to college football. Um, so I can only go based on what I've seen other people talk about when it comes to college prospects and what I see on the field when they're in the NFL. Um, I've all I've heard is how great Justin Fields was in college and what I've saw. He was great. I wasn't too impressed with what I saw on the field this past year. And I granted, you know, you have to take that with a grain of salt. It's, it's his first year, you know, it was a, it was a weird situation with Nagy with, you know, Andy Dalton, like, I'm still in on Justin Fields. I'm not necessarily willing. I'm definitely not willing to pay the price that he cost. I would take Trey Lance ahead of him um, without hesitation because of, like we talked about the situation. Um, we saw him put up, we saw Lance put up the stats. We didn't really see much of that from Justin Fields. And I am really concerned about the weapons, you know, with Byron Pringle as your number two, that's, that's kind of scary, you know, and playing, also, look at the divisions they play in. You know, the um, playing in that NFC North. You know, the weather's going to get cold. It's going to be defensive battles. Um, it's not going to be as high flying uh, games as you you're going to see in the NFC West. So, all those things considered, you know, and that's that's right around playoff time for the fantasy fantasy playoffs. You know, when oh, it starts man. to get cold in Chicago, Soldier yeah. Field, or whatever they call it these days. Um, you know those. They might, they've got a great running back too, that they're able to hand the ball off to and David Montgomery, you know, yeah. so for fantasy purposes, fields this, it does scare me just a little bit. A little bit. I mean, uh, I mean, one of the things I talked about the, the coach, but uh, the offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, uh was the QB coach in green Bay, the last three seasons and certain someone won uh, MVP a couple of times, a couple of those seasons, but Joey, I mean, is is it kind of like with Lance, the rushing upside with Fields is kind of is really really tempting? Yeah, I mean that's that's baking into him. I think uh, somebody was saying, "Oh, I've never heard Konami code before," but I mean he's one of those guys. <laughs> um, and you know, as someone that spends a lot of time in Fields and nature and whatnot, um, he's the one that I want to perform, the one that I want to see break out. Um, because I think, like I said, I think he's a better football player than Trey Lance. I just don't like what's around him. So I'm really hoping right. the Bears go out and get some support for him. Um, I'm glad Nagy's gone. Like, let's see. Let, let's can fields cook. Is that is that's not an expression? But, How long were you sitting on that field joke about being out in the field? So like did you I literally thought of it while okay. you were talking. Okay. So I wasn't sure if you know yeah. something you thought about earlier this afternoon. No, no. I if you've seen my stuff, I don't really put a lot of thought into my jokes. So. <laughs> Lance a lot. Um, oh. yeah. <laughs> see, I that. It just it just comes, you know. You know, I'm a, I don't know. but no, I, I I really want to see Justin Fields succeed next year, and he's the one that I think has talent to do it. There just needs to be some more around him to help him do it. I know it's it, it's one of those things like um, and Jay, it, it's funny. I, I I had this conversation with a Giants fan recently where um, there's more than one. He, yeah, yeah, it was three actually. Uh, but uh, I, I was we were talking about kind of like how people just have the, this love for the '85 Bears, uh, and and talking about them like they're the greatest defense. And then like then I feel like they're ignoring the '86 Giants, which I feel like is probably equally as good on the all-time great defense. But I think it was just because they kept winning other years and the bears were just kind of like a flash in the pan that one year right. and just it had was, great personalities 
right? Yeah, it was yeah. that one, you know, people people don't realize who never saw Lawrence Taylor play, how how he changed the game of football. And yeah, I'm with it. My dad actually, I was born November of 86, and my dad went to that Super Bowl. Uh, in uh, It was at the Rose Bowl at a couple Rose months Bowl. later. I've got a, a keychain. It's a, They used to give really nice stuff at the Super Bowl, but it's like this gold-plated keychain of his ticket. Um, I told him I said I, I you know, it's gonna be a long time, but when you pass, that keychain's coming to me. Like that's uh, that's fine. that's that's amazing. I mean, it. I want I want I want good things for Chicago fans. I mean, the Cubs are yeah. gonna suck this year. The uh, <laughs> you know, the White Sox. Who knows how they're gonna be? The Bulls haven't been good in 25 years since Jordan left. So, uh, I you know, I want I want them to have a quarter. And they're I mean, you look at their all time great quarterbacks, and it's just ooh, you know, it's like. Yeah. It's it's like a you know a Mexican food cook cookbook from uh, you know Arkansas. So uh, <laughs> sorry. I mean, Arkansas. when when uh, when they sign Andy Dalton and people say is that the best quarterback that uh-huh. Allen Robinson's ever played with, like <laughs> one of the best quarterbacks in Bears history, that that says a lot. Oh man, yes, uh, yes, we're silly geese, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, we got two more guys to talk about. Mac Jones. Uh, I think he was kind of like that, the the poster child of the guy. He goes to a stable organization with a great offensive minded coach, and a good defense. Great, I mean, it was like every all the supporting cast around him, and you got just what you what you could have wanted. I mean, he didn't put up a Justin Herbert type of season, QB eighteen, just uh, a really solid season. So. Uh, you know, Joey, considering the fact that that you inherited Tom Brady from uh, from New England, it's a nice uh, way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt, getting Mac, seeing Mac Jones uh, succeed. Uh, what what can we look at for for him to meet, maybe even take a little bit more of a step forward? He was QB eighteen last year. Could he, you know, kind of get to the back, you know, top half of the QB two range? Yeah, I, I don't see him getting there. I, maybe for me, it's just not exciting. He's going to give you, it seems like almost like not mediocre numbers, but just decent numbers, but numbers that probably won't win you a fantasy championship. Um, I don't think any, did anybody win a fantasy championship with Mac Jones last year on their team? I would be shocked if they did. I had him on my bench. So, okay. Well, <laughs> and I almost okay. started him the week. He, the got, hey, he, got, he got a ring then. So that counts. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. Did you win that? Did you win that team? Yeah, I started Taysom Hill instead of Mac Jones in the, in the finals. So <laughs> that <laughs> so says it all. Everybody, <laughs> thank you, Debo Samuel, for being a stud. So <laughs> not, I mean, New England for me, it always does seem run first with them now that Brady's gone. And you know, with Damian Harris, I think he's gonna have a great year. And the Rhino, um, which might be just one-two punch with them. And Mac Jones, I don't want to call him a system quarterback because that's not kind to him. But we talked about bad re- receiving cores with Jacksonville. I mean, New England's probably a lot worse than that. So I, I'm not excited to have Mac Jones on my team. Um, I would take Wilson before Mac Jones, to be honest. Yeah, I would. Uh, Jay, have you heard rumblings that Joe Judge might be calling plays for the for the Patriots? I have heard that, and if that's the case, I'm sorry for Mac Jones because I, I, I'll say this: I don't think Joe Judge got a fair shake having Dave Gettleman as his GM. Um, I do think he's an okay coach. I'm glad we got rid of him. I'm glad we're going down the route. I'm finally excited for Giants football since the first time 
probably since the boat picture. That's the last time I was uh-huh. excited for Giants football, uh, <laughs> other than right now. So I, I agree with what Joey said. You know, I was thinking before we came on the show who you could really can compare Mac Jones to, like from from past years of fantasy football. And for me, it's not because I'm a Giants fan, but like a Eli Manning or like a, a Joe Flacco that at their best you're looking at a high-end QB too. Like you're you're yeah. not going to see Mac Jones. He doesn't have the ceiling of these other guys, you know, especially in the league. You know, you're looking for quarterbacks that can run. He, the only thing he's going to run is to the fridge to get some buttered noodles out. Um, other than that, he's he's not going to do much. And I will say I've got a uh, – I have a soft spot in my heart for Mac Jones because the game against Buffalo, um, I was going up against oh. him in my home league. Uh, which Ryan Crawford is a part of. Um, and I was up by four points going into Monday night. And he had the guy I was playing against had Mac Jones and Jacoby Myers. <laughs> and I won because he threw three passes yeah. and I made the playoffs <laughs> by one game yeah. and won the championship. So thanks. Thank you, Mac Jones for throwing three passes in that game because that helped me win a championship. <laughs> Oh man, that ga- oh that, that game is going to be talked about as legend because it was it, it wouldn't have been the same if it- there the whole game like please because oh. I knew the weather was bad I was like just don't throw passes don't throw and it, like they're not throwing passes how is this possible I'll, I'll never I will never forget that oh man uh, that's the belt right there it's the championship belt I can uh, look at that yeah. look at so, that uh, that's the championship right there so, beautiful pull that back beautiful. Yep. Ryan, there we go. Uh, yeah, it's uh, – I just wish I, – I would have loved to have seen – you know, when you see a Tyreek Hill land in Miami, you see a Devontae Adams land in, in Vegas, and they – I mean, uh, maybe they they draft somebody, but they don't have the best record with drafting first-round wide receivers. I got a sneaky name for you. I could see OBJ winding up there. I could see that. It seems like a Bill Belichick type of move. That would be. I mean, it might be yeah. for the second half of the season because right. yeah. you know, because when he got hurt, it it, it would be kind of tough. So, um, yeah, actually, Edwin Boras uh, mentioned that because he it was a re injury, there was so many so much work already done to the knee that it it might actually be a smoother transition. Plus, it's also coming back oh. from the injury. So, um, yeah, yeah. So everybody, yeah, watch watch that show. It's a, it, it's really good. It's it's on our live. He knows his stuff too, man. He, he's one of the best in the community when it comes to the injury analysis. Oh man, just it's it's no wonder that the Minnesota Twins snatched him up to uh to be, to help their minor leagues. But let's close up shop with down in Houston, Houston. Uh, Davis Mills. Uh, she flashed a little bit. Best game was Week 18, throw for 300 yards yeah. against a Tennessee team that was trying. So three touchdowns. Uh, you know the they've got a lot of draft picks. To me, the hidden thing is yes, they got a new coach in Lovey Smith, but they kept Pep Hamilton. To be the to become the offensive coordinator, he was the quarterback coach who also uh, mentored uh, Justin Herbert in his rookie season. So, getting out of that Watt, that Deshaun Watson shadow, Jay, um, it, it's a sense of optimism for Houston that they might have they might actually still have their have their guy and they could build around him. Optimism is a strong word here for Davis Mills. Um, I don't mind him. I do think that they've got so many holes in this team, kind of like uh, my Giants. 
they're going to like they don't need to invest in a quarterback because they're not going to be ready to be a contender within that you know it, these teams that we say with Patrick Mahomes this year the the time to win is when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract and even if they draft somebody right now that's not going to happen so I think they are going to stick with him at least for this year, potentially next year, unless he falls completely flat on his face. I think he could be serviceable for fantasy. You know, we've seen all the time. <laughs> you won't hear me say Davis Mills season. I think Davis Mills serviceable season. I think uh, in the right matchups, he can put up some solid numbers as long as he's as, you know, Brandon Cooks, who is perennially one of the most underrated wide receivers in the entire league. Um I think he could be fine for fantasy. Now, as an NFL quarterback, that's a different story. Um, but I do think they're at least going to give him this year uh, as they build up the team. You know, hopefully they build the team in the trenches. That's where you start. Um, I think he can be fine for fantasy purposes. Yeah, probably is the second quarterback in a in a super flex. Uh, yeah. Definitely dynasty. I, I grab him in one of my dynasty teams and uh, traded for him at when he wasn't starting and said yeah what the hell he was throwing in and it's like all right let's go yeah. joey for for you um you know he's got brandon cooks uh could could show up some weeks but again uh, anything more than a than a second qb and maybe the occasional dfs starter yeah i i think you'll be happy with what you get from mills because you're not expecting much from him so you'll just be like thank you very much for giving me those 17 points you know <laughs> I, that was great in my super flex spot you know on a bye week and that's that's the kind of player he's going to be for you. Um, I was really excited for Brevin Jordan coming into this year, um, tight end for um, mm. Houston. And I think that's someone Mills could lean on. Um, I don't know, honestly, how long Brandon Cooks is going to be in Houston. I just keep waiting for his name to get traded. Yeah. Um, Houston's, yeah, listen, anywhere Cooks goes at this point. Replace. replace you got excited. Yeah. I mean, or Green Bay or just, you know. Houston's not going to win the Super Bowl this year. They're not even going to compete. So, you know, Cooks might not be there long, but as long as he is, he's definitely a, a good option for Mills. Um, like you said, and he's the kind of player, like when he's dirt cheap on FanDuel or in DraftKings, plug him in if you're doing a Superflex uh, lineup. Um, so that's, but that's about all I'm expecting from him. I think so. I, it's, uh, I mean, maybe there's some growth. Uh, I, I don't see him doing any jumping more anything than kind of qb2 range uh being one of being one of those guys probably like you know 12 to 20 thereabouts uh I, I mean, and, it, and it's hard because there are some really good quarterbacks and especially if some of the guys in the list ahead of these guys uh, ahead of him kind of take that step forward as we were talking about with lance and fields and and lawrence uh, I think I think they they have a higher ceiling than Davis Mills. Uh, even you know even Zach Wilson has uh, Elijah Moore. Who if the if if the Texans do trade uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, it, by the way, if you heard it here first, so <laughs> they could go. go to KC. So, oh man, mis amigos. Uh, oh wait, wait a second. So, uh, Nico so, yeah. Collins too. Um, he is oh, not a bad yes. wide receiver. He could definitely have a good second season. So. Yeah, they got oh, wow. underrated weapons in Houston. I, I yeah, agree with you. like Daniel Collins to Green Bay or Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Davis Mills. Oh, they're gonna give. They're just gonna keep tra- trading for picks and picks and picks, and he's gonna, you know, yeah. he's gonna end up with, uh, you know, 
Kiki Kuti uh, 2.0 <laughs> or something like <laughs> that. I mean, those guys, those guys to throw to. Oh man, uh, mis amigos. I know we we said we were gonna go about an hour, so uh, I, we're good. A little bit, a little bit. Beyond, uh, you got a couple minutes to talk some Mexican food in your place in your neck Absolute. of the woods. I'm sure. Oh man, who wants to lead off? Who wants to lead off? I will because I'm going to disappoint you with what I have to say. Because <laughs> I, I live in the land of chain restaurants and we don't really have any good Mexican food. Um, I hate to say it. Like, I think our best Mexican restaurant is probably Chewy's, which is like a a, uh, a chain at this point, I believe. Do you guys have Chewy's anywhere? Never had Chewy's. Um, I didn't see. I thought Chewy's was great. And then I went to Texas and I had Mexican food in San Antonio. And I was like, oh, so what I've been eating is dog poop. Uh, so I have no good Mexican food to bring to the table. Well, um, so. I will redeem the story Thank because uh, where I live in North Carolina, I'm right outside of Raleigh. Uh, we do have a pretty prevalent uh, Mexican population, and we have some absolutely amazing Mexican food. <laughs> Actually, one of the newest restaurants. Yep, that's what I was talking about. Um, just recently, I don't, Ryan, if you remember, uh, posted in here, was named in some fancy smancy website magazine, one of the top 10 new restaurants in the entire country. And it wasn't just Mexican restaurants. It was top 10 restaurants in the country. Wow. Um, so, I mean, we get some some real deal, authentic Mexican in North Carolina of all places. Um, we've got a couple of really good ones. I'm myself, I like just like the street tacos with the corn tortillas, with some steak, Throw some jalapenos in there, raw onions, a little cilantro, squirt a lime on top, call it a day. Oh man. And Joy, when you had the when in San Antonio, what uh what blew you away? I, I had the chimichanga and uh oh. it was covered in queso and the refried beans were just like refried and I don't know what they were refried. <laughs> the refried were... beans are refried. That's that's yeah. <laughs> that's we need but to no. clip that and put that on. Yeah, they were it was delicious and like the thing being Orlando, like I say we're the land of chain restaurants, but we do have some good stuff down by Disney. Um, some of like the top chefs in the country come in and I I spaced on it. But my wife and I did eat at a place at Disney Springs. I forget the name of it, but it was really delicious. And it was a Mexican place. It's the only one they have. So, hey, look it up. If any of us on the show are going to be at Disney Springs next week by chance, um, there's a Mexican restaurant there that's really good oh well i actually i'm lucky enough speaking of that i'm going to disney with my family next week so i will get to break bread with joey and hopefully some other people that are in the area so get to do it in person versus over over streaming well yeah i'm actually jay and i are gonna go out to a sports bar and um i told jay that i'll give him a ride from his hotel but he has to sit in my daughter's car seat and i get to strap him in so it's gonna be a fun time Oh, I, I need a picture of that. Make it, make it on the Twitter. <laughs> picture, proof, pictures, or no, it didn't happen. So, no, oh happen. my goodness, <laughs> I will get him in that car seat. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. Oh, brothers, well, and I'm hoping. Uh, I, I'm waiting to get get some news on uh, when my daughter gets in, gets uh, reports to college in the fall, so I could uh, hopefully break bread with you guys at the. That's expo. what I was going to ask you. Are you planning on making it out to the expo? I got a little, I got a little money set aside for it. So now I'm just gonna be like, all right, let's. Uh, I'm just waiting to find out when she's got to, when she's got to go in. Uh, so I'm not, so it's not moving because that's like right around moving date where right. everybody comes in. So I hope we get um, to do it. That'll be amazing. 
mis Absolutely. amigos uh let's close up shop this is this was awesome as all they, oh the thieves come through again so thank you again so uh joey I, no actually jay i start I, I started with joey last time uh jay tell tell everybody where they can find you and uh yeah go so vamanos you can find me on twitter at gman jay uh just like joey i'm a part of the team over at front yard fantasy uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff going on there we basically like to mix fantasy football with craziness, goofiness, have fun, good advice. Uh, follow us on YouTube at subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash front yard fantasy. Oh man. And they, they always, they, they have too much fun to be, make it look like it's working. So, <laughs> and we oh, had a, a bunch of people from the chat. Thank you everybody that yes. from the FYF yes, chat that jumped you, in here. FYF it means the world. Group. You guys are awesome. Thank you. So oh much. my goodness. This, this was awesome. Dame, Ryan, uh, Mr. Scampers. Oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, just everybody, uh, uh, Anthony, uh, Antonio, Albert. Oh, muchas gracias everybody. And Joey, Jose, mi amigo Jose. Jose. <laughs> My grandfather calls me Jose, actually. Um, yeah, at, on Twitter at the Joey Wright. Um, I am with Front Yard Fantasy uh, exclusively now. I think this is the first time I'm saying it publicly. Um, so yeah, I'm just with Front More Yard More breaking Fantasy news now. on your show, Jorge. Yeah. Um, and I, you know what? It comes out. I think we're launching it tomorrow. We have a newsletter. And that's what uh, took charge of. And that's what we got coming out along with JL. And everyone at the team is going to be contributing to it um the front yard fantasy newsletter really excited for that to kick off um what, what else do i do jay oh i'm on a wrestling podcast to talk a lot about pro wrestling i actually i missed aew because i really wanted to be on this tonight um so and aew was like my weekly it's like okay push it all aside i know um, don't even try to talk to joey on wednesdays because he's watching wow AEW. Um, so this is, yeah i i pushed that aside because i really wanted to do this tonight um yeah loving I'm everything scoring. i'm doing for your fantasy Another whole season of start sits and salutations next year. Um, if you've enjoyed that, thank you so much. I've gotten a lot of great feedback and I really appreciate it. Um, and we may, Joey, do you want to kind of whisper about the show that you and I might kind of there's, um, you know, might be working. Jay is one of my best people I like to work with and we like to talk about football. So, um, yeah, there might be a best ball show coming with uh, Jay and I. And we are about to get into best ball season. I didn't sell that very well. I'm a, I'll try that again. That was, that was you, right. you've done better. Let's be honest. <sighs> oh, hi. I love you anyway, Joe. So, I, I love you too, Hurry. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much oh, for having us. This brothers. is so much fun. This was a blast. This was a blast. And uh, gosh, I, yeah, it doesn't, it, it, it flew by, it flew by. I can't believe we're an hour and 10. So uh, mm -hmm. everybody, muchas gracias. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, please make sure to give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. And also when you go to fantasypoints.com, Familia 22, Familia 22, you get yourself a nice little discount. And also come to go to find me at Jorge Martin 17 on Twitter and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, go to Familia FFB and don't forget, familyffb.com for original content. So uh, I, I just dropped a, a 4,000 word article on the, on the, on all the free agents, friend frenzy, oh, wow. the local times with the free, free agency. So uh, let's keep at, hopefully we're done for with them crazy stuff, but I, I'm going to be watching Twitter in the morning to find out. So, and Dame, yes, go Dodgers, go Dodgers. Yes. It's baseball season. So uh, you got I know. baseball guys here too. I'm yeah, the fan. He's a brave Dodgers so. stole my heart last week. Taking Freddie uh, Freeman. Oh, well, you, you, you're not the Braves should have locked him up. You won the, the World Series. You won the World Series. So. 
<laughs> and Jay, your Yankees beat a, you know, beat my Dodgers a couple of times to, to, in my, in my youth. So to really, to really tear my heart out. So it's, it, it, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. We'll have to do a baseball podcast another time. So would love to do that after the season. So everybody, muchas gracias for joining us and remember, todos somos familia. Salud.